VP fam, what's up you guys? Your girl Shiro here with a new one for you. And today we are talking about 18 years. 18 years! 18 years is officially here. Um, been in the States for 18 years today. And um, yeah, so it's it's official, official, official why I should tell you guys this Story, okay. Let me tell you the story of what happened in my time in America for these 18 years. I know I told you I was gonna vlog it, and I still will, but just right now, for the meantime, in between time, because it's the anniversary, um, I feel like it's something that should be spoken about. So, why not? Let's drop the episode. So, thank you guys as always for listening right now. Oh my god, <laughs> like honestly shout out to you guys you guys are amazing you guys are the reason why i do this and um and i will never stop saying that because it's facts but as we enter the show um i'm gonna say shout out to the great place that is the us of a um i know i usually don't really shout out that I'm not really a fan of like what is happening currently and what has happened, but I cannot ever uh downplay what is what it is here, you know? Like what it is here, it's it's you know, it's like you appreciate it like any unajua like it's a bunch of BS. Like any at the end of the day, Wezisemati, it has been nothing, it has been for nothing, it has been for something, you know. It has accounted for something, has accounted for the person that I am today. So I can't be like, oh, F America, you know, because I, I don't feel that way. But I definitely feel as if, um, I don't know, you know, it's not home. It's never going to be home. But it definitely feels good to be able to say, okay, Nimei for like 18 years. Nimei pick up a lot of things. Um you know like just who i am on a day-to-day basis i can tell that i have been in the states you know because the way i do things and after my trip you know i definitely see my american influences and i definitely see how i am proudly kenyan still even 18 years after leaving the the country kenya and not being there since i see how i still have love for it so um love for home love for for the culture and just trying to maintain my kenyan-esque i guess if you will um for for as long as i can you know i know that there's um there's a freedom attached to my i guess you if you will testimony of sorts or just my honesty so I think the freedom that's about to come out of this is about to be major. Um, I've been wondering when exactly to drop this episode. And I think that now is a better time than any, seeing that the anniversary just passed. So 2002, um, March 27th, we, me and my sister, we left from, you know, Kenya. We left. I was eight. She was 14 um and on the vlog maybe i should do it with her so that we can get both perspectives but yeah so i was eight she was 14 um we got here on the 28th you know the flight is like 24 hours um we stopped over in london then we came here 
um, dropped off in New Jersey. And um, New Jersey in itself was quite an experience, but I loved every bit of it, honestly. Honestly, I loved every bit. But yeah, so we dropped off. <laughs> we dropped off. And I, I still have my little New York accent at times. Like, if I'm speaking to someone from New York or, like, New Jersey, it always changes into, like, you know, what's, you know, like, all of those things. I'm not even going to try to act or try to bring it up right now because it's not, I'm not talking to anyone from New York. But, yeah, so we dropped off in New Jersey. Um, and while it was, it was cold, it was cold as F because... Okay, so we came in March, so that was like just the beginning of spring, and spring in New Jersey is not really spring just yet, especially those times, so it was like maybe, maybe like 50 degrees, so like Kutoka, Kenya, where it's like 70, 80, alafu nafikapa, you're in 50 degrees, eh, I don't even think to require, we were not dressed for it, but London was cold too. So we had at least at least a taste of what kind of cold it was going to be. So by the time we got here, it was cold. We were freezing. Ah, it was upsetting. Blah blah blah. It was like a cult. It was just a shock. It was just a big shock because I was like, "What the heck?" But as an eight-year-old, I was like, "Oh, this is so adventurous. This is so something new." I've never seen anything like this before. So much angle quite too man. Oh my gosh, I was just taking it all in because I was not it was nothing familiar. I was not familiar with this. So I went ahead and of course, um, you know, enjoyed it, embraced it. I did not think too much about it. So um, yeah, so me and my sister and my dad and my um my stepmom, we all got here and my mom stayed in Kenya. So it's been that long since I saw my mom, which is pretty bad, which is pretty bad. But this is just the beginning of the of the saga. So <laughs> this is so honest. Oh, my God. But I guess I can give you guys this because, you know, you guys are my fam um, and we've kind of built this kind of relationship. But this is mad honest. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what we did. So I we came here, we came here, we did our thing. America is crazy. Like to from from Kenya to America was quite that one was very deep. That was a deep, deep, deep move. Like it was a very emotion filled move. I don't know how the hell my sister dealt with it, especially at fourteen, because me and are like at eight I am still a child, so like I wasn't thinking too much. It was not that deep, you know, because but I was still developing like my emotions. So sequenajua like exactly how to express myself um, about exactly what was happening. Me not being with my mom, you know, those type of things make someone feel some type of way. But at an eight year old age, I don't think I could feel it like I was supposed to. So, you know, for me in that portion of my life, it never really fully like unraveled. I never really, mm, I don't know how to explain that one. So I'm just going to leave it as that. Um, But yeah, so, you know, just having this whole new family dynamic, it was quite, quite a a, a shocker and um, all of those things. So I was, I was 
I was just in a place. I was in a place for quite some time. For for maybe from like eight to ten, I was still trying to sort my emotions and my feelings and everything of that sort, so I can like understand what the heck was happening. Um, I just kept realizing like, okay, so this is about to be like life after for real, because I, for some time there, I still was thinking like, okay by like 2004 so like i'm thinking okay by by certain age or by a certain time back in kenya and we're going to resume from there so for me i just kind of coasted for those couple of years a lot of like around 12 13 i realized okay so to nakapa for real. <laughs> so america is going to be home so yeah so i just started adapting for real so like adapting for real um when we've got here like people are trash <laughs> people are absolute trash like people are so rude people are so rude oh my god our accent our lack of knowledge about so much um i think now with social media and everything of that sort in a party like a eye a glimpse a glimpse into what's happening around the world like what's happening in different areas of the world you know you can kind of identify with the music the vibe the scene of course we were vibing with the music we were vibing with american music we were vibing with like men in black you know kill them to the same movies like you know we were watching those movies so we felt like oh we knew what america was like in to a degree like in sequeezy these days you can at least go on someone's live and you can say oh this is how new york is or you can go on someone's live and be like oh this is how california is or you can go on someone's live or their page or whatever and you can be like okay this is how life in north carolina is you know you can kind of assess their places and you can see how people live and how people move um now because of social media it gives you such insight on different places like any at that time in 2000 and something you're like no 2002 2001 you don't get to see the inside inside view of of what it's like so there's no navigation i think um with today with social media and everything of that sort to gonna so much insight you can navigate through things you can they have never stepped foot in america and they can hit me with the same type of accent they can hit me with the same type of talk you know you can even wear the same clothes like everything is kind of universal now everybody knows what's trending i think like if you do your research you can, whatever you need to fit in you can kind of do it so back then we did not have that luxury so you had to kind of figure it out as you go so kind of shopping this is what's in this is what's out of course you're going to know what's in and what's out like you also know like hey my parents what i don't know i to come my unajua like something they're just air forces and they're like a hundred dollars now oh i i need i can i please wear these air forces because everyone is wearing air forces hey imagine you are trying to buy a hundred dollar shoe a hundred dollar shoe converted to kenyan money you need ten thousand dollars can you, I mean, excuse me, 10,000 shillings. So by the time we be to come here, like by the time you tell your parents something like that, they're like, what the, f- please, excuse me. But for me, I had good grades or whatever. So I kind of managed to get certain things. I was doing my chores and stuff like that. So I kind of had a good 
reputation with grades and doing my chores so I was able to get my forces and do other things that I wanted but not do other things that I wanted but just kind of fit in so I was the good thing is I always had friends I know people have had a hard time making friends even with the conversation I was having with Jack Doyle he was telling me about how they were putting him in ESL trying to make it seem ESL which is like English as second language and they're you know trying to make make you understand how to speak English or or trying to make you have the American accent and all that sort those things did not happen to me thank goodness so um I was able to navigate through that the language barrier the thing people you know of course African booty scratcher oh you're African you cannot say these things you cannot say that thing like you don't know how to speak in American like you're not you're not black so much so many questions so many things but like i was telling one of my other friends like nyele hair hair was one of those things that quickly got me in hey and it's so stupid and ignorant now that i look back but yeah hair 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 nyele ndelini fatia status can you believe and um so me having i guess and I, I hate to say this because it's so low vibration but nyelangu likwati of a different texture of some sort so people are like are you what where what are you where are you from especially this is like 2009 2010 so you know people are extremely ignorant because people are not even you natural hair was not in so this is a permed hair this is a relaxed hair and people are still wondering like how is your hair so so straight and so so at the course it can come out the africans i know you don't look african so that's when we got into that phase so in 2009 2010 oh you don't look african you don't look african you don't look african you're black you know or when i go around the african people they're like oh you're americanized you're americanized so for most of the time i did not know where to fall where in in this thing like was i supposed to embrace being african if the africans don't appreciate or don't even appreciate but they don't accept me they don't they don't rock with me and then on top of that they're not trying to teach me they're not trying to teach me anything about being african you know like being in america my only teachings of being african was through school or through being at home i think the only thing to kwa nafanya nyumbani ni kuona youtube like youtube 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 in kenyan news and youtube in kenyan stuff you know like just youtube in kenyan content and that was the only way kind of but cnn ilikuwa heavy kwa nyumba so sio kama ati nilikuwa tinasa sana kuona kenyan news na kenyan influences in 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 the media So I was just watching American stuff, doing American things, going to an American school, not speaking Swahili, barely like not really doing Kenyan stuff. Like we had a Kenyan meeting that we were involved with as a family lakini it didn't have any substance, you know? So ah, yote ilikuwa tu bo, ilikuwa tu bure. Like for real, honestly, when it comes to like culture-wise, keeping up with the culture, keeping up with my Kenyan roots, there was nothing. There was truly no open connection. Like 
me and my other family members we are not really close and then on top of that a lot of people who i am close with are um, in the states or in the uk so by the time we are all speaking english and we are all embracing our foreign lifestyles so we are not really into our kenyan bag as we are supposed to so you can see how the division just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper and ah like as time passed on your girl was thinking she's good you know so this from 2002 to 2011 but i mean this i've been, i've gone through all of my schooling sasa i'm graduating high school i'm lost when it comes to the kenyan culture i'm lost when it comes to my kenyan roots i i'm embraced fully american culture and i'm basically american at this point i don't even care to be anything else and i am thinking in my head ah i'm a citizen okay <laughs> okay i'm thinking like i am good i'm about to go to college i'm about to go to uni i'm moving out of my parents house because god knows it's time hey you can't forget too like the only thing i was thinking was like i have to leave that was the number one thing in my head especially being in this basically I'm a Kenyan person, yes, but I am in America and I've only been exposed to American lifestyle. So for me, at a certain age, like it was time for me to depart, especially a house that felt like it was not evolving with my new self, you know, because at this time I've already embraced the fact that I'm you know, like American at this point and this house it does not represent who I am or who I feel like I am. So I had to get out. I had to get out. The the backwards thinking in my head at that time especially because nafikia too like why are they thinking this way? But nafikia kama uko Kenya lakini tuko America. Wewe fikia like you cannot think with the same you can't think the same way. Like we're in a different place now. It's time for you to embrace the culture here, embrace the way people move here. As long as no one is disappointing you, you know, then you know as long as you're not discrediting the name or over here showing out and and making the name of of the house you know dating it up then i feel like people should have evolved that was how i was thinking at 18 being raised in america so that's 10 years of being in america at that time and i and i was like okay yeah it's time for me to move out because guess what i'm american i need american lifestyle and that's how I was feeling especially as a teenager that age is such a fine age and that's why I always try to talk to my little cousins before they get to that 18 age because najua vile maisha na change like ukianza kufikiria like when you start feel like when you start to feel like you're old enough to make your own decisions and no one is really telling you what to do hakuna advice ya kweli unajua kuna advice ya this is what you should do and a university and whatever um excuse my swa because this is i'm so like anxious <laughs> or oh, anxiety like i'm ridden with anxiety because of telling this story but i have to get it off um but yeah so i was i was just like so of course you you are given the blueprint of what you're supposed to do you're supposed to go ahead get married you're supposed to go you go to school come out with a degree that is meaningful or enjoy your meaningful degrees which are the nursing the doctors the lawyers you know and and come out with something that's 
inapatia jina mzuri kwa in the family like the family is going to have a good name because you went to school and you went and did something that was a reflection of your upbringing you know that's how it that's how it seems that that's how it has to be it has to be a good thing for the family so it's a good thing for you lazima lazima lakini it is definitely has to be a good thing for the family and um i had a, a friend who was sudanese at that time and she was well she's always going to be sudanese but at that time she was my friend and she was just telling me like i have to go to school for for for, for um to be a doctor that's what my parents want me to do or else they're going to kick me out the house or something like that and she was like i really want to be a teacher and everything of that sort and i was like yeah so this thing is common you know so it's not like this just my household um it's it's everywhere it's all african parents so i understood that being african had its 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 meaning you know like it had its its similarities across different countries you know even though we are kenyan she's sudanese we had the same expectations so i started to understand that african parents were just that way it wasn't just my parents so i just was like whatever you know i get it but at the same time i know what i want to do so i just kind of left so at around 18 i left and i went to california and i lived in california for a couple of months with my um with my other family that's out there and i just enjoyed myself for what it was because i was getting to understand myself as an supposed adult because i was i was 18 so i was feeling myself a bit and i was like yeah i have my own money i'm about to go to university at that time i wanted to do physical therapy i was going to go to school actually i was going to go to school for culinary for chef to be a chef i really like to cook at that time i really loved to cook and i was going to go and then i was discouraged because people are like oh you should not go to school for cooking it's very competitive you know and a lot of chefs they don't even make money like that so you know you you should change your major so i changed my major to physical therapy and i was like okay at physical therapy i can still be creative i can still do what i need to do um yeah that's what i thought okay so then i came home i came back to north, to north carolina and i tried to i enrolled in school got in school physical therapy let's get it we did it i'm in classes i'm taking anatomy anatomy uh uh okay realize quickly 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 agaka this is not for me uh, this is not for me ataki dog ataki ass it's nothing for me here nothing nothing for me it was difficult anatomy was so difficult but it wasn't even about the difficulty of the of the subject because if my mind was in it it is nothing to me it can never be difficult but since my mind was so out of it i was like hell no this is not what i want to do like i should be cooking right now i should be cooking i should be doing my thing i should be creating my menu oh my god like i was so ready to be a culinary student i got into a nice private school for culinary arts and i had got, got uh, received a scholarship and everything and i turned everything down because my advisors were telling me i you cannot be a chef i don't think you can compete and at that time my self esteem had not been developed yet so guess what i believe i believed it and i said okay let me change my major to what the family would would rather me do. So, that's what I did and got me nowhere. But this whole time I'm thinking Ati I'm a citizen. <laughs> that's the main part of this story. So, okay. 
I go I go back to NC and then I enroll into a different I I'm doing the physical therapy thing and then I'm like okay I don't want to do that and then I leave the uh, um the physical therapy major and I go into public relations. I meet a friend um at work and he's telling me like oh my cousin is a PR she's a publicist and she um she's working with celebrities she's working on the red carpet and she gets to do all these creative things and I'm like I don't even care about the celebrity part keep that like any I need that creative and he was just showing me her work and showing me the events she puts on and showing me the campaigns that she started and I was like oh my goodness yeah this is exactly what I want to do and the next day I went and changed my major and I decided I wanted to do uh public relations went to to a school enrolled for public relations got in easy breezy went in there and I started my journey as a PR major the whole time thinking I'm a citizen. So, okay, yeah, I go I go to school. I'm getting the jobs I want. I'm getting the jobs I need. I'm doing whatever I have to do. Say, hey, Adam twice it's my kitunuagari. I bought my car. I got my own little spot with my roommates. Um like I'm just feeling good right now. I'm feeling great. So, I go through uni. If you need more stories about what happened in uni, go ahead and click uni days, an episode I did. Um and 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 here we are, you know, like so the whole time I go through school, I'm doing my internships, I'm working with people that are working for the the big NFL football uh team here in North Carolina. So like we are doing things with you know, like I'm meeting celebrities. So everything that the guy told me was going to happen when I got into the PR major is happening. So I'm starting to live out my um my um my dreams basically i'm starting to live out my dreams i'm getting the jobs i always wanted i'm talking about people that are highly acclaimed even even when i look at my emails right now and i see the internships that i did when i go through the um the the information that they gave me it's i have contacts to some major major people people that people would die to get in contact with they're in my emails I, I'm just having to explain <laughs> how big I was I was landing, like how big of, of opportunities I was landing. So this is at age 22, 23. I'm even fumbling the opportunities at this time because I don't know how to handle them. I'm tripping out because I'm being exposed to so much so soon. So I, you know, I go and then I end up graduating college, you know, end up doing great graduate um and and I and I'm even like on my last days of graduation we had to put together a portfolio portfolio um to kind of showcase your four years in college and just showcase what you've done in your internships and so forth so I put my portfolio together and I'm meeting with some companies around the city and they are like, wow, we're really impressed by you. We would like to even create a job specifically <laughs> for you. They were like, we don't even have a position that will kind of go with what you do or what you have showed us, but we can create a position for you. And I'm like, what? You're serious. She's like, yes, please get in contact with me in my office um, after this. 
And so I'm like, okay, so she she just gave me a job, basically a guaranteed job. So I'm tripping out the whole day. I go to go to apply for the job, and it's like U.S. citizen as a requirement. So I'm like, okay, that's in the bag. But the whole time, let me not cap as if at least I was not a citizen. Like any, I did not know the maximum, like the 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 full scope of it. Because of course, yes, my 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 father, he um was telling me like hey, you should do your papers, you should do your papers, you should you should work on your papers. And but I'm like, to me in my head, I've been here since I was eight. What are you talking about? I should do my papers. If anything, maybe I should go to the place and pick up my passport, pick up my my green card, pick up my stuff. Like in Isikwanafikiati, pick up Isikwanafikiati, start from square one. So I mean, I'm a team go do your papers or do do you know work on your papers work on your papers like i go to my parents house i'm told the same thing pick up your papers go pick up go go do your papers do your papers do your papers so in my head i don't put too much thought into this because i'm like there's no way yo like from eight until sasa i'm oh i'm 21 22 i'm 23 I'm 24. I'm like, there's no way we're still talking about the same thing. And every time Nikwana Muliza, like, what do you mean do my papers? And it's like Tutong, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk, Tutong. It's you know, like one day we'll talk, we'll find a time to talk. But we never had that time to talk. So it seems like nothing really was happening with that. So I was like, okay, if it was something serious is no way there's no way and as a and as a to it, it like there's no way it can continue to be this vague it has to be something serious you know it has to be something like as in excuse me it doesn't it doesn't mean it's serious when anasamati we have to talk we have to talk so i'm thinking okay it's nothing serious because it's something that i can either just atta 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 Come on, there's a an, you know nezampatia ka, ka amount of of pesa so that he can go ahead and file my paper or whatever so i'm thinking okay if anything i'm a shafanya whatever has to be done for me to be a citizen and maybe you know since i was who i was when i was a child i guess um i would have to pay him back for 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 him doing my paperwork and right now i'm speaking of my father yes so I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. If it's a cost amount, but see, that's something that I can do. And I'm not really worried about because as long as I'm a citizen, I'm good. And from what I'm doing, I'm going to driver's license, I'm going to social security, I'm going to worker's permit, I'm going to so many things. I'm going to graduate from university. So I figure, okay, whatever. Like definitely, definitely a citizen. <laughs> There's no other way. So when I go to apply for this job and they're like U.S. citizen um, requirement, Nasama, I I don't have that fact here because this is a corporate job, and nikidanganya a corporate job, it can really mess me up for everything else. So in kasamacha to find out the real deal of what is happening here, and and so before I apply for this job and ruin my career because I lied on application. So Nika decide, okay, let me do it right. So I did it right. I went to see a lawyer. I think I saw a lawyer. 
oh i maybe i i went to see i i called the department of uh security or whatever the homeland security the people that check and see what your status is and they were telling me like um we need further information so because i'm okay further information let me appoint a lawyer i goes to see a lawyer and the lawyer is like after researching your documents and the documents that you've given me it seems here that you're not a citizen because i'm like what the hell <laughs> i was shook i was like what so I, oh, this whole time what nini 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 what all of the news was unfortunate news what the hell is happening here and i know that some of the reasons have been at the, the lack of listening as a child and the lack of obedience and the lack of discipline and the lack of this and the lack of that and all of these things are the things that i've mentioned in this whole podcast if you have listened to this journey of shiro you definitely understand that i am a rebellious person i like to do things like i like i am who i am nobody can take that from me but as a child i definitely didn't know which way to go um my sister was my role model at that time because who else was i going to learn from you know like i knew that my parents were too I don't know like they were too homely like walikuwa wanajua maneno ya Kenya kushinda maneno ya America so it was quite difficult to kind of transition or try to explain to them things that were happening in my American life when they don't grasp that idea that we are in America you know like you, why would you lose your Kenyan roots if you're American lakini like, i mean why would you lose your Kenyan roots if you know just because you're in America you should always remain to be who you are you should always remain you know as the original version of yourself you should never change up because of your environment that was the idea like in the the reality is that i came here when i was 8 by the time ati kujerb who hold on to my kenyan roots it was very hard because i'm going to school in an american school i'm dealing with american people my life is american and i really never got to put a firm foundation on being kenyan So that part was difficult. So I was never like, oh, you should be able to do this and I I should be able to tell you this and like I cannot hear you completely because when I leave this household is what I would tell him. If if I would if the, if I left this household, I'm not going to be dealing with the same kind of thought process. When I leave this Kenyan household and go to this American world, I have to deal with American ish and it's different. It's so different. <laughs> Kenyan life and American life need different kabisa 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 kabisa. So twezi patana in the middle then we cannot meet anywhere. If we cannot meet in the middle and you cannot compromise with me and understand you I that I am dealing with different cultures then it's impossible to 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 kind of bind together or to 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 understand each other's perspective but now that i'm an adult kabisa you know now that i'm 26 and i'm starting to understand things a bit more i can see how it can be confusing i can see that but i can definitely not agree with the fact that those expectations were there for someone that was 8 until 18 those expectations are not realistic you cannot be into your kenyan roots or into your kenyan culture 
at that time, especially in America and without constant reinforcement saying, hey, you're Kenyan, you're Kenyan, you're Kenyan. By the way, you know you're Kenyan, right? You should do Kenyan things. You should eat Kenyan food. You should wear Kenyan clothes. You should um, embrace Kenyan culture. You should know about the Kenyan government. You should know about Kenyan business. You should know about Kenya. You should know how to speak Swahili. You should know how to speak Kikuyu. You know, like without that constant reinforcement, that constant message, of course, I will fall into the American lifestyle. And that's where I went, right into America. And I lived in an American, an American lifestyle for quite some time, until 24, when I just got into a relationship with an African man, which made me have to realize, like, yo, I really am out of touch with Africa, my African side of things, my roots. I'm, I'm, I'm really out of touch with my roots. And that's what the reality became very quickly. And and with that, I was just like, ah, Missy Jui, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused with everything. I'm so confused as who I, I who as who as to who I'm supposed to be. I sh- so I started the Kenyan plug, and I was like, you know what? I need to get in tune with my Kenyan side. So Nikanza Kenyan plug, Nikanza Kufanya the show. I started listening to Kenyan music and as I told you on airport convos, by the way, if you have not heard that, go do go listen to it. As I was listening to Kenyan um to to, to the Kenyan music Adoveli podcast, and even even I told Adoveli, like you are changing how I listen to Kenyan music. Because the last time I listened to Kenyan music in Likwa the music that my parents were playing you know like i wasn't really listening to the current generation of other than kamula and you know my little dabbling into kenyan music like any it really didn't start until when i started this show that i started realizing like i need to really be i cannot live this life anymore of acting like i don't know where i'm from you know or like like i don't embrace where i'm from i have to embrace it i have to acknowledge it everything so I started the show. This whole time I've been on the show, I've been fighting <laughs> with immigration to kind of figure out how to to get myself together to maintain my status or to maintain my ability to stay in the country despite my lack of citizenship. So even last year I was being optimistic. I was like, okay, I'm coming to Village Link Up. Um, because in my head, like by the time I got done, I was definitely going to be, by the time December rolled around, December of 2019 rolled around, I would be a citizen and I, well, I would be basically, yeah, a citizen and I'll be able to, um, come or whatever, because I was thinking like, I've been here for so long. It shouldn't even take that long for me to become a citizen. And my lawyers were advising me something similar. So I was thinking it would be a go. And, um, after meeting up with the lawyers and all of the things, it turns out that my case is so difficult and so, so, so complicated that it is impossible to just get my citizenship off of, off of just the paperwork and the, the fact that I've been here for 18 years, the fact that I've been here, um, and gone to school here and, and done my taxes here and all of those things, like, I, all of those things are null and void. Sasa women yambiati, there's an eight-year wait, eight-year wait to become just a resident. And I, I I would lose all of my privileges with that eight years of waiting. 
I would lose my driver's license. I would lose my worker's permit. I would lose all of my basic rights that I have here based on this information, based on the fact that I would have to wait that eight years to be processed. Nanyak and as I got here, eight years, we like, yo, man, those essentials, license, naki laki to come here. Apana, there's no way, absolutely not. No way. So, that's why in November <laughs> or December, end of year, you are going to be seeing, the people in Kenya will be seeing me. And and actually, just so my, so many other people will be seeing me because I'll be able to be non-restricted you know i would be non-restricted i would not be having to to be cautious about my moves even though i just became cautious because i just realized what was happening um like it's it still has to like even though my shit is not exactly how i expected it to be i'm not upset life is not i'm not drowning in sorrow i'm not and this is why like people are like what the hell is your giddy ass because people always say I'm laughing, I'm smiling, all this stuff. What then I'm like, what what are you what problems do you have? Like there's no way you have problems because you're always smiling, you're always in a good mood, you're always like energy is up. And I'm like, because I'm not stressed, I don't I'm not dead, you know, I'm not dead. Uh, my life has taken a different course, but I'm not dead. And that's the biggest part. <laughs> as long as Nikona, as long as Nizamuka kila subui, and there's, I can breathe, Misiezi, like, die off of the fact that I'm not a citizen, or the fact of that I'm not in the position that I would love to be in, or all of that stuff. That means nothing to me. Because, like I said to you guys, when I said this thing on God's plan, the episode... God's plan is bigger than any other plan. Like anything else that I was planning to do with my life has nothing compared to what God has in store for me. So I have no issues with that. No issues at all. But why I was saying is such BS on the last episode I was, is because like there's no way that me, Shiro, is supposed to be struggling with this right now. Especially because Ati, I was a quote unquote bad child or I was not listening or this is it. Yeah, man, I know you new, new, like it's just constant new one because I was a great child. If I told you guys what I was doing as a child, you'd be like, damn, you are good, good, good kid. But I guess in the standard of America, I was a great kid because even my, my neighbors and my, my teachers and everybody else, they were like, oh my God, this girl is so brilliant. She's so witty. She's so great. She's so awesome all of this stuff and when i got home my my nini my father was like you're not so he was very pissed off at me he hated he he really did not like me but from the actions that he took i can definitely tell it seems like hate because who would do that to their child why would you you know refuse them of their citizenship and especially the worst part of it guys <laughs> this is so revealing but the worst part of it is that the guy the guy the guy Vanna, my father became a citizen in like 2010 and the guy became a citizen when i was still under the age of 16 or 18 which is the legal age to become a citizen automatically automatically once once you are um a certain like okay so since i was under the the age 
of having to file by myself and him becoming a citizen during that time period I should have instantly become a citizen due to him being my father but the but the situation is that that's not how it went that's not how it went he decided to still pursue not getting my citizenship because I was supposedly not listening and all it was was documents the documents too all he had to do was turn in some documents lakini the guy was like apana you deserve to to learn a lesson and kuniambia kila saa kila sati you need to do your papers you need to do your papers and patia amount of money alafu i can do your papers give me this amount and i can do your papers lakini saizi in 2020 hakuna amount that can just fix it or make it happen out of nowhere you know there's no money that can just make it happen all of those marks have been missed like the last time i was able to still go under that same beneficiary type of thing was when i was 21 and right now i'm 26 that's five years ago nothing was brought up to me no conversation was brought up to me no paperwork was shown to me but at the same time i also have to be accountable for my part of it which is that i should have pursued it i guess whenever he mentioned it the first time you know i should have pursued it when I don't know. We all have to be accountable for our actions, you know? Missy there is some too. It's his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault because at the end of the day, I am an adult too. When I turned 18 or the, when I decided to move to California and be an adult and do all those things, I should have been also pursuing my citizenship, my paperwork, my stuff. But I remember when um 21 Savage was getting <laughs> was was captured by the immigration people are like what the heck how are you so old how do you not know that you're you're not a citizen how do you not know that your paperwork is not done how do you not know this and this and this it's possible it's possible you can go through your whole life not knowing you can go through your whole life because so many things are opportunity so many opportunities are there for you so nazandalea ukish to maisha without thinking too much about it alafu ukifika a certain place in life unaanza ku kwa stuck you you're starting to be blocked from things you know you start being unable to get into certain doors because of your status and and that's something you don't do to anyone and i i think and i hear this story more and more come um, it's so often that i hear sio kama story yangu exactly lakini story ya parents not telling their kids that they are not citizens This thing happens so often. And I wonder like are the parents scared to tell the truth or what is it? Like because what you should never never ever do is let your child be vulnerable to the government or to the law. If you're going to punish your child in any way, and me I'm not a parent so she is a makila kitu or too much because I cannot speak for parents, but as a person, as a human, don't leave your child out here vulnerable to the law do not put your child unless your child am go chap or they're stealing from you or they're doing something ill and evil and they're lost kabisa and they're just you cannot find them or you cannot help them you cannot get that evil out of them even still you you should not do extreme stuff to your kids to jeopardize their future that just is weak to me that's some weak stuff and and honestly you know like man 
yo the podcast is therapy it's mad therapy go ahead go shout out to whoever started podcasting but yeah this has been this has been a kenyan plug exclusive like i don't know if i'm gonna keep this episode yeah i'm gonna keep it up i'm gonna keep it up because you know what it's my story and this is this is my journey so hey and sorry if i'm boring anyone um but yeah i definitely have to get this off my chest because it's something that needs to be said and something that needs to be released you know from my from my you know because the point of this whole thing is once i say what i have to say i can listen back to it but i have gotten in i may it's out of my body now so it's out of my life in a sense and i've already accepted what is to happen after this and it is what it is and i honestly like even when i was um out in puerto rico people are like why haven't you been anywhere you know like why haven't you traveled internationally and I'm like, they're like, you deserve to be out and about. You are the type of person that just strikes me as someone that has traveled or is about to travel the world. And I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely deserve to be traveling. You know, I feel like I'm the type of person that can learn. I, I love to absorb everything that this world has to offer. If it's anything that can raise my knowledge level. You know, if I can learn something in my trip, then I've completed my, my mission. And that's my life's mission to gain as much knowledge as I can, you know. And I feel like me being taking, like me being um, blocked in a sense from that life, from the my full potential was kind of the design here. And, and from, from, from someone in your family to do something like that, to block you from your full potential is not uncommon. It's your team story, Mupia. This is not news. Any, any commonality. A lot of your family members, people that are with you in the morning, people that are with you in the night, people that are with you at like they'll pray with you. They'll act like they fuck with you and the whole time they are waiting to stab you in the back or they've already stabbed you in the back or they're waiting to kill you like it, not in the sense of i'm going to shoot them i'm going to kill them yeah like to kill your future to kill your plans to kill your your vision to kill your your future people are out here like that on a constant and they're not your enemies they're your family that's the fucked up part about it that's the fucked up part about it. I tried to go through this whole episode without cursing because I don't want to, I'm not upset. I'm actually I've, I've I've already forgiven. I've already tried to, you know, like heal from that situation because honestly, it will take me nowhere to be in a stagnant hate or anger or upset. I don't mind it. Let it be what it is. At the end of the day, like the reward is going to come from a higher source. It's not going to be from me, Miss Tender. I'm not going to do anything bad to anyone. Or I'm not going to be trying to do anything. But what the thing is, is that I don't have to sit down in front of the... I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't have to go in front of any judges to discuss my my what I did. I, my my conscience is, is clean and pure and, and good because I know I didn't do anything. But for the people that were involved in hindering my future those people they will have to answer to someone 
and when that day comes <laughs> i mean like chilling because missing a ill evil intentions in my heart i don't have evil in me even when people try to insert that evil shit into my system i i still canceled it out because i have no parts in the evil life me i i do high vibration stuff high vibration because i try to be of a higher entity mr kwa low level ever that's why my standard has always been high that's why i i am so big on being about self because we, with all of those things that were meant to break me down as a child i'm talking about not being with my mom from being eight years old those are things that were meant to break me those are things that were meant to break me on top of that kukua added the the extra spice of <laughs> of not being my paperwork not being done at because of spite now my, my petty issues those are things that were meant to break me alafu saizi 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 currently i have so many people against me that are supposed to be in my corner and but on guess what mtu akinipigia simu mtu akinifacetime mtu akiniangalia mtu akiniona utaona tu meno my teeth you will always see my teeth you always see me smile you always see me vibrant and people will gravitate to me because i have light I, I I vibrate. I give off light. I reflect light because I'm not in a dark place. I'm not angry. I am not bitter. And 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 honestly, and I hate that this episode is so long. Like anyway, in quarantine, so we might as well listen to my little story. <laughs> we all we all should because I have to play this over so I can hear my my little story because eh ikitu it has been so revealing. It's been so revealing like to drop this onto this episode or to drop this onto you guys is so huge to me because it's something that I I it's like I almost was very nervous to mention or even say because I was my loyalty I'm a very loyal being I believe in loyalty I believe in principle I believe in keeping things I don't know I'm very principle oriented and um so i was like i don't really want to mention this but i've i've like recently like maybe last week i was like you know what i'm cool with people not liking me like people in my family or people that once knew me i don't really mind with people not liking me especially like if you're new i really don't mind if you don't like me but what to when i've known or people that have come into my contact or people that expect a certain version of me to be the one who is always available to them uh, if you don't like me for all of me basi you can just exit 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 because like i've said i'm not ill i'm missing a ill intentions ill ill energy missium to nasty missium to manyakona manombaya i don't come out i don't live to be nasty I don't live to be evil. I don't live to 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 break someone down or to kill someone's vibe or to kill someone's energy or to kill someone's future. I'm not here for that. So if if those people are the ones that hate me, but see who the hell cares? Bye. You know? Bye. Absolutely. Good night. You know?
So that's why I'm the way I am. So I feel like um, that answers a lot of questions about why Shiro is the way she is, why I'm so strong, why I'm so um my outlook on life is the way it is like why it kind of gives you insight on who i am and actually i still have not even revealed the whole story i try to kind of skip around it because one hour already is enough of a conversation and um and i know people want to hear this story because what work was so intrigued by what happened or why i'm doing what i'm doing or why i'm not where i'm supposed like why are you working here or why are you doing this why are you doing this because they don't understand like why the heck can someone be quote unquote brilliant and not in a different position in life but it's because like of those circumstances because here in america you are not going to be able to do pretty much anything if you're not that person you know if you're not a citizen if you don't have even pack a green card you know those things kind of hinder you and that's where i am right now 18 years later and that's what it is and it's all because of malicious actions and 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 lack of heart you know like when you don't have a heart you do things like that (laughs) and i mean i'm laughing because it's like it's funny it's comedy to me because i know i'm winning and at the end of the day i'm always going to win and right now even with all those setbacks and all those hurdles and all those things that were put in my road to to stop me or derail me even with all of that happening i am still prosperous dude i'm still prosperous i still make it i still do it like it's not been done before you know like I, i'm still an original individual my authenticity is not going anywhere my energy is still vibrant my 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 life is still good like especially with me knowing who i am i am i'm even glad that i went through all of that shit i'm glad that i've been through all of that because if i was never if I had never experienced those things, who the heck would I have been? And would I be satisfied with that person the way I'm satisfied now with who I am? See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so because I don't think that anything else could have produced such a woman, you know? And I, I'm not gassing myself. I'm not, you know, lifting myself up for no reason. I'm proud of myself because I've done things. I've inspired people. I've made changes in people's lives despite the things that I'm fighting with right by myself, you know, or fighting with currently or fighting with, with the whole other, you know, with my whole family and everything of that sort, like anything of that sort, I'm still able to come on this show and do what I need to do to do what I need to do for the show. I'm still able to go into other arenas of my life and handle them like a boss, despite the things that should be breaking me. So, and, and on top of that, Nakumbuka Kila Siku, I am reminded and I know every day that I am not dealing with the worst thing that anyone can deal with. Kuna mtumungine out there, there's someone out there that's dealing with 10 times worse than what I'm dealing with. This means, like, this is my story. It's your story, I'm tumungine. I'm story, I'm tumungine, and it's a quote way worse. Are way better. You never know what people are going through. But I'm never going to be like, oh, my life is so hard, it's so difficult. Uh, I should people cry for me Mm-mm. don't cry for me Call, you know anything I want need my coffee too please clap for me because I'm going far 
despite of where I've been or where what people have tried to put me through or drag me through or pull, you know despite all of that badonaji I dust myself off and I pick myself back up and tunaendelea maisha we have to <laughs> life goes on and that's the 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 real deal of this life like despite everything that's happening in ajua there was a time where i felt like life was going to stop completely and hell has opened up opened up and and swallowed me or some shit <laughs> that's how i felt like hell opened up and swallowed me and 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 i've been in it for for some time and no one has saved me and blah 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 that's how i felt when i was allowing that thing to be my my downfall and my blank you know depression ikianza inakwanga like it fixates on something there's one thing in a fixate on kila sa kila sa kila sa and that thing replays in your head in your head in your head paka you have no way to fight it and you succumb to it and you let yourself be depressed by it that's what happens when with depression you get locked down in in a in a cycle of your own hell and that's what i was that's what i was allowing at that time but as i adult and i as i get to to myself and then to my bag which is me the bag which is me i understand like oh yeah <laughs> there's nothing that stopped if anything i just got better if anything i just get better with time with time with my story with understanding my journey with understanding the purpose of what i've been through and the purpose of what it it was for all of those things those are the important things in life ukianza to understand vitu kama utaona maisha in a different way but that's why perspective and understanding are major you have to understand these two things because ukikosa to understand these two things maisha itakuwa forever complicated now to make moves that will end up hindering someone else's life you start making moves that affect not just you lakini kila mtu mwingine mwenye that cares for you utaanza ku affect people that you don't even intend to affect lakini because you are just so caught up in your own anger and bitterness and lack of forgiveness you end up making very big mistakes of people's lives that are attached to you because of your own selfish reasons and that bs is unacceptable so saizi when you're 20 in your 20s and you're and you're you're hurt because mtu ama could do wrong someone did you wrong someone hurt you someone messed up your life someone did this and that we forgive it now forgive it now before it goes on before you have kids before you get into your next level because when you are carrying on bullshit from your past that has no place in your future you're doing yourself a disservice you're doing yourself a disservice and you're hurting your potential you're hurting your purpose by constantly fixating on things that were wrongly done to you at that age when you are not able to stand up for yourself and be strong for yourself when i drove to come here those really fuck you up they mess up your journey they mess up your vision and then they mess up your outcome and why the hell can someone have power for, over you for so long who remove them remove their power remove their power remove them from that high horse that you put them on unajua kuna watu wengine unaweza unaweza muuliza like you can ask someone 
you can say like why are you doing why are you pursuing something that you clearly don't love well my parents say i cannot do it and i'm going to show them that i can do it i don't give a i don't give a damn anymore like if you don't think that i can do it i can't do it to you but mimi najua my potential it's all in my brain and you have no room there anymore mtu mwenyamini wrong if you have wronged me and you de- deliberately try to hurt my my life i have to cut you out of my brain because now i know that you'd have nothing nothing you have no intentions of doing anything good you only have intentions of spreading seeds of evil into my brain or spreading seeds of bitterness or or resentment or or anger into my brain you too that's your that's what you want to do with my life unataka kucheza cheza nayo kama ni ball au ni ka sijui pawn in in your chess game or something i am not a pawn i am not a game i am a human with maximum potential and i do not play games with people that are hindering my future and i don't care what your title in my life is if you are jeopardizing my future you have to exit period and that's what my message is for you guys you know right now with corona happening and and so many people you have to sanitize these people out of your life you know unajua sanitize i wish you can work on people ukiona germs germs these people are germs <laughs> these people are germs in your life you need to sanitize these mother effers and sorry excuse me if i'm very nasty with my mouth today maybe i should sanitize my mouth but yeah seriously people are nasty people are rude people are germs people are germs in your life seriously and you need to sanitize them away bad energy stay far away hey you have to keep them away bad energy bad germs sanitize these people sanitize them sanitize them make this make them the make it the new slang for 2020 sanitize the people when you when you what one of banana germs was sanitized sanitized with people that germ that have germ energy that are just here to cause viruses in your life what one attack kwanza bacteria na maneno chafu chafu was sanitized when you are gonna nasty energy and nasty vibes sanitize them they're not meant to be in your life but yeah yeah with corona and everything happening i know it's such a tough situation it it has us in in a place where we are having to <sighs> isolate ourselves and be in solitude and have to reflect and have to do so much this is the time for you guys and me including myself um to reflect on your life to see where you're coming from to see where you, what obstacles you've went through and understand that even those obstacles they could not hold you they could not hold you back says so you you're still doing what you're doing you're still prospering you're still fighting you're still resilient you're still bouncing back and and nothing can stop you at a corona is kusimamisha kill at no one it cannot stop anyone it can only stop those people that allow corona in their mind ukianza ku allow corona to enter your mind itanza kuishi hapo utaanza ku manifest alafu next thing unajua unaanza ku cough unaanza kufikia even i have a fever sasa niko na fever oh my god unaanza kufikia maneno ya ya corona paka corona is your life i don't accept corona corona does not accept me we are not friends we don't know each other me na corona tujuani so that's what i've been telling you guys and that's how it's going to be that's why i traveled that's why i made my moves because i don't accept it and i know that if 
if even 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 still but i would beat it if it came into my life because i have conquered things before this that have been stronger and were meant to kill me faster than corona so corona has nothing on me corona is a game corona is a man-made situation i don't have time to entertain that bullshit that is corona the only thing i have time to entertain is my my own ish i have to reflect i have to battle with myself i have to fight with my own concepts and my own brain and my own things i have to fight with my 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 people to 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 make them see me the way i'm supposed to be seen i have so much other stuff to be doing that this quarantine is nothing but eye opener it's an eye opener it's a it's a reflective moment it's a time for solitude it's a time for appreciation gratitude it's a time for people to step up and do what they need to do it's a spiritual awakening it's so many things that's happening right now that we don't have time to be focused on the the virus which is the big problem which is the mask that's what's behind able mask off right quick i need to see what's behind this corona so there's so many other things happening so that's what i'm saying like when you go through your life when you reflect through your life you understand like okay i've been through worse things and and i'm going to fit, beat this too i'm going to defeat this too and after i defeat this part of life now what is next what is next and how do you move forward they say history determines our future so you have to look behind to see what's in front but you also have to confront the things that were behind you so that you can move forward so once you confront kila kitu and may happen kitambo in your past you can move forward with peace with gra- with gratitude with humbleness with with high vibration because umesha conquer other things but you have to understand yourself first so that you can make sense of your life past what people tell you about yourself past what people have defined you as past as past everything once you understand yourself and understand your future and understand yourself you will be like this is a germ i need to sanitize this person i need to sanitize that person out of my life i need to kill that germ kill that germ and and get them out of here and i need to focus on the, my future despite what people put in my way that's it that is it i know that was a lot of rambling a lot of telling my story and uh hopefully this is enough content for you guys for <laughs> for some time and um please don't be like oh i'm i feel sorry for you or or i'm angry or whatever if you feel an an emotion because of this i feel you guys but don't let it make you change your perspective on me please don't like just move forward with it i just wanted to share this with you guys and you know if you're dealing with something similar or if you're like tripping out because someone in your family has done something to you that you seem that seems like unforgivable forgive them forgive them forgive them forgive them it means nothing to your future what means more is when you don't forgive them and you walk around with that bitterness and that anger and that resentment that means more to your future than you forgiving them so forgive them so you don't worry about it later on in life trust that trust that that's the plug of the week the year and everything of that sort but thank you guys this has been quarantine quarantine things you know part 2 bad energy stay far away make you stay far away just give me love for the night give me love for the night